How's everyone doing today? I'm your host, Luke, and I'm coming back at you with episode 10 of Prospectology. But first, a word from our sponsors. Before I get started with today's episode, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has supported the podcast and will continue to support the podcast. I have tons of great content for you guys coming up and from the bottom of my heart uh, I appreciate the support Uh, it motivates me to give you guys uh, just that much more and just from the bottom of my heart thank you guys so much today's episode we are going to be taking a look at a few Pac-12 defensive prospects that are coming out in this year's draft to uh, keep an eye on and and watch some of some of my uh, favorite uh, prospects to watch in in the Pac-12 on on the defensive side of the ball. So today we're going to kick it off with Elijah Molden, and uh, he's from the University of Washington, the the Huskies. He's a cornerback, uh, number three. He is uh, five foot ten, one hundred ninety two pounds. Uh, he's he's a senior this year, and uh, if you want to go check him out, uh, I watched games against Oregon State, Washington State, and uh, USC. And uh, for a cornerback, uh, some teams like to have bigger, taller corners, but uh, he's about average height for uh, a decent uh, size corner. That's like kind of the low end. But uh, just a few notes on him before I get into the actual scouting report. Just uh, some background information on on the player. Uh, His father, Alex Molden, uh, was an NFL player. Uh, He also played cornerback. Uh, Played for New Orleans, San Diego, and Detroit. He was uh, second team All-Pac-12. He had 79 tackles last year, four interceptions, um, great production for a a slot corner. He played mostly in the slot. So uh, some notes I have on him is um, he's quick to diagnose. His eyes are always in the backfield reading the play, so he knows what plays are coming. So he's able to – he's a read and react player, so he'll read the play well whether it's a run, pass, and he'll uh, go and attack and uh, make a play. He uh a smooth back pedal. You'll uh, see him carrying wide receivers up the field, uh, being able to uh, fluid. He had uh, fluid hips to be able to turn either way, either side, and uh, run with the, with the wide receiver. And uh, you look for that in a corner because you don't want someone with stiff hips to be able to um, be slowed down or have poor t- uh, technique with his feet. Uh, he's a sure tackler. You'll see him uh, in games, especially in the Oregon State game. You'll see him blow up screens. Uh, he fought through a, a double team. Uh, wide receiver, Two wide receivers were... Uh, blocking on the outside, and he uh, split the double team and uh, made the play. Um, he'll wrap up, and when he gets his hands on you, you uh, you'll go to the ground. He's uh, very sure 
with uh, you don't see him miss too many tackles. Uh, understands the route tree. Uh, you'll see him read and react on different routes, whether it's a curl route, drag route, uh, even uh, since his eyes are always on the quarterback reading what he wants to do, he'll be up in the play and uh, know, understands where the wide receiver wants to go and he'll kind of influence him where he wants to take him. So put him in the best position to make a play. Um, his hands, uh, he's got very smooth hands uh, on an interception, uh, I believe, against Washington State. You'll see him, even though it was kind of a misthrown ball, you'll see him uh, go up and high point and locate the ball and uh, catch it with his his hands first and then bring it to his body. You don't want a body catcher in any position because uh, the chances of them making that catch, uh, they have to allow it to get to their body first. You want to catch it with your hands and uh, bring it into your body to secure the catch. So he definitely has that going for him. Uh, aggressive in run support, you'll see him... Uh, get shot out of cannon uh, when he is able to look in the backfield and read the the play and notice that the play is coming outside and he'll be if he's not making the tackle he's right there in the thick of things with his teammates and making the play um, needs to fight off blocks better you'll see him kind of uh, sometimes get a little hesitant in the in the slot and when a play is coming outside you'll see him fight to try to get off the block but uh, he needs to learn how to disengage a little bit better and uh, in coverage he's smooth uh, quick feet able to uh, stay with the wide receiver and uh, break on the ball if he needs to always getting his hands on the ball uh, shoving his body in front of the receiver and fighting with the, the receiver's hands to knock the ball down Always looking to rip, uh, punch. Always looking to get that ball back. Other than that, a very solid player. Uh, He'll be a leader for that Washington State young secondary this year. And I look forward to uh, actually watching that Washington defense because they they should be uh, one of the better units on that football team. Don't know how well the offense will be, but we'll probably get into that later at a different episode. But look for him to kind of take the young guys under his wing and show them the ropes. My next prospect I want to talk to you guys about is Jay Tufili, and he's from uh, USC. The Trojans, uh, he's a defensive tackle, number 78. I know it's kind of weird to see a defensive player with a kind of an offensive lineman number, but when you see him, he, he literally looks like an offensive lineman. He's got he's massive. Uh, at 6'3", 315, uh, he was a first-team all-pack 12. He had six and a half tackles for a loss, four and a half sacks as a defensive tackle, which isn't bad. It shows that he is pretty disruptive there in the middle of the of that defense. Uh, he's scheme versatile. Versatile. I think he can play in the three four four three. Uh, they 
sometimes kick them out and not like it's rarely they don't use them all the time there he's mostly inside as a of one technique three technique um he's a block eater he'll take up uh numerous blocks so his teammates on the defensive line and uh def- uh defensive players next to him will be able to make plays so he has gap awareness he knows which gap he has to hit and he fills that hole he doesn't give up a lot of ground he stands his ground pretty well uh high upside every year uh, if you take a look at his stats he's he's gotten better every single year and i think he can only get better with uh coaching and especially at the next level um uh, pretty aggressive hands. I like to see him kind of uh, know what to do with those hands, whether to rip, pull, uh, bull rush, swim. Uh, I'd like to see him be a little bit more active with them, but he does have aggressive hands. He's uh, has an on and off motor. Uh, there'll be plays where it plays on to the outside, and you kind of see him hustling for a little bit, but then he kind of turns the gas off. He... Um, uh, let's see, uh, yeah, the on and off motor, he, you'll see him hustle for, for plays, and then other plays, it looks like he's taking a rep off, um, can play inside and out, which is great, uh, very explosive off the snap, uh, he's quick off the snap, for a guy his size, you shouldn't be able to run that pretty fast but uh he has the athletic ability to go sideline the sideline even though i'd like to see him be a little bit more active there i don't want to see him kind of like hustle and then stop but uh if you want to check him out uh the games i watched on him were fresno state notre dame and iowa and he was pretty productive in those games I mean it might not be it on the stat sheet it might not seem like he did much in these games but he definitely has an impact and uh, will help the team his teammates around him by eating blocks and just being that big physical presence in the in the middle of uh, anyone's defense uh, when he moves on to the next level right now after only watching about two or three defensive tackles in this class, I would have him as my number two. I still think uh, Marvin Wilson is my number one. He's just uh, more of a more stats and more uh, playmaking ability, but um, a player to watch uh, this year and excited to see how much he improves off of uh, last year. And this last prospect that I'm going to be talking to you about, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, is Hamilcar or Hamilka. His name, uh, that's how you pronounce it, is Hamilka Rashid Jr. And he's outside linebacker slash edge rusher from Oregon State. And he's number nine if you want to go take a look. I watched him in games against UCLA, Washington Oregon and Stanford and just to give you a little background on him 
He is six foot four, two hundred and thirty-eight pounds. He is uh, 2019 first team All American, first team All Pac-12, third in the nation in sacks with 14. He also had two forced fumbles. He was uh, first in the nation with 22 and a half tackles for a loss, with loss for um, which is amazing because. <clears throat> he makes a lot of plays in the backfield, so he's very uh, disruptive. Just to, to give you a little bit about the, the person and not the player on the field, he's involved in a lot of community service. Uh, he feeds the homeless, and um, he also uh, painted a house for uh, special needs families. So first note I have on him, is a very high character guy on and off the field and uh, definitely got leadership qualities. I think he would be a better fit in a, as a 3-4 defensive end, but I think he could play uh, with his coverage skills. Uh, he could play outside linebacker for a 4-3, but I like his impact better as a 3-4 defensive end, that Von Miller type of type of role. Uh, always keeps eyes in the backfield. Uh, makes plays sideline to sideline. He's uh, got great size and speed. He uh, tracks plays behind the line of scrimmage. Great anticipation on snap count. Uh, he's able to jump the snap. He's uh, quick off the snap as well. And great athletic ability. Uh, slippery to get hands-on for offense alignment. He's always on the move. Uh, and with his size, it's in speed, he is very hard for offense alignment to get a grasp of him. Uh, elite closing speed, you'll see, like I, as, I, as I said, uh, great sideline to sideline. He will make a play on the other side of the field, and it looks like he was on that side of the field uh, before the play even started. So he's uh, all over the place make, making plays. Uh, short tackler, as soon as he gets his hands on you, he'll bring you down to the ground. Um, for me, his comp uh, to the, to an NFL player is uh, Marcus Golden, who uh, played for the Giants last year, had 10 sacks, I believe, and... He was that outside linebacker, edge rusher type of uh, player. And I think he uh, could actually be a little bit better than Marcus Golden. But for what he is right now, I, I compare him to that. Um, he needs to fill out his frame a little bit, uh, add on some more weight, but keep that speed. and Because uh, that's 6'4", uh, 230, I'd like to add, uh, add a couple of uh, pounds on him to just to fill him out. So he'll be able to handle, uh, put up with the physical demands from the defensive end spot. Um, comes out of a two-point stance. Uh, Going to have to teach him to kind of go down in a three-point stance because he's not really used to it. Um, and another slight downfall to him was he missed the last two games last year with the wrist injury. So it's something you'd have to keep an eye on this year. But at 6'4", 238 pounds, uh, Hamilka uh, has the speed and size to 
become an elite pass rusher from the outside linebacker spot at the next level. And with his ability to make plays sideline to sideline and uh, his coverage skills, he will be able to uh, affect the run game as well. Uh, watch for whoever drafts him to uh, get an instant impact uh, prospect to add to their team. He's uh, very super fun to watch. There's not too much game film on him, so I'm kind of looking forward to seeing him in action this year. Hopefully he can uh, stay healthy for the whole season, especially on an Oregon State team that I would definitely keep an eye on because they, even though they were kind of bad the last, I don't know, 10 years or, or so, they haven't really been that great. I, I think they could be in the mix for uh, competing, at least being competitive in that uh, Pac-12 conference. So uh, go check out Hamilka, uh Rashid Jr. He's, uh, I definitely think, an underrated player and so far one of my top three or top four prospects I've I've watched so far and uh definitely has me interested in watching more Oregon State uh defensive players to add to the list but that's all I have for you today look forward forward for better and more content coming up on different things gonna try to switch it up here and there but it was nice to get back to the scouting reports and thank you all so much for listening if you have a question or a team you want me to take a look at or even a player hit me up on my twitter it's at luch bryant and until next time ladies and gentlemen it's been another episode on prospectology we'll see you soon